High School Basketball 97.5 Glory FM is being brought to you this evening by Condition Air Systems, by NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, by Riverside Pharmacy, by Siphon Logistics, and by Altry's Ace Hardware, and along with Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here. Courtside for our first broadcast of the 2023-2024 basketball season. Joe, I remember talking about Y2K is how long ago this thing has been. As we start our 26th season, bringing you high school basketball here on 97.5 Glory FM. Back in our studios, producing game as always is Nathan Laddie. Again, remember, after our broadcast this boys ball game, you'll get a chance to hear the replay of this doubleheader anytime online on demand on the podcast page for our website, WGTJRadio.com, which has all of our broadcasts of high school and college sports action, including Georgia State football, which you'll hear on Saturday night as they travel to Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers Friday night high school football looking forward to this one as Lumpkin County plays host to Oconee County. The question is how far can the Indians go? It's a one-game season. It's going to be a tough one with Ben Hall's Warriors of Oconee County, the number two team out of Region 8 AAA, taking on the 7 AAA champs now 11-0 on the season. A historic run for Lumpkin County. You'll hear the action starting with the Long Street Cafe pregame show Friday night at 7.05. Kickoff will be at 7.30. Looking forward to that. Hopefully the weather will be nice for us coming up on Friday. We'll bring home another victory and see how far we can go with uh, the Indians. As we say, fear the spear and let's keep the chop going coming up on Friday night. Now, Joe, we get ready for this ball game. This is going to be interesting because you see the changeover from Jay Bernie to David Hawkins as head coach here first off at Firebrands. Talking with J.D. is okay. Coach Hawkins got a young ball club. He's been the JV coach the last couple of years with these guys who are now coming up. That's got to help from that standpoint. Oh, since Todd Cottrell has got to be one of the top teams in Region 7 Triple. Look at the turnover in coaches there in 7 Triple A. Chuck Graham now at West Hall. Yeah, Chris Faulkner now over at Lumpkin County, a new coach at, at White County. And it's like, okay, you still got Wesley in there, but you got to think the, the Tigers are going to be one of the teams to look forward to come tournament time. Yeah, it, it should be a good one. You know, Flair Branch was talking to David uh, back during the JV boys game. They they lost 10 seniors. So he's, uh, I don't want to say he's starting from scratch. He's got three seniors, five juniors, four sophomores this year. He's got uh, two guys out. One is sick, been running a fever for a couple of days, one that broke a thumb. Uh, a few weeks ago, he ought to be back next week. So uh, the only returning starter tonight will be Jeremiah Ware. So everybody else is young. On the other side, Dawson County, who has played a game and beat uh, a higher a higher uh, classification team in Denmark by six the other night in the in the Slayton classes that they had. They've got uh, seven seniors and two juniors, and have a couple sophomores and freshmen. But uh, again, you know the guys that's coming back for Dawson. County, you figure the Coach Cox has got to be pretty happy with those because he's got some shooters, some defenders, he's got some length on them, uh, and I think that, that might make the difference in the night's ball game. Style of play, and you see this team for Flying Brands, they are guard heavy. Yeah, you may see a lot of threes tonight. You may see, you may see that. I would think that they were trying to, to put pressure on the ball in the backcourt early, depending on how quick they can get the ball up, depending on how quick Dawson County can get the ball up the court. And that can make a, a big difference. If they get the lob pass in there, too, then they're going to have to back them up. Well, you see how in, in the girls' ball game, a 35-second shot clock, that can go by in a hurry. Well, it, it, you know, it can. And a couple of times I looked up, and it was it was down at 14, 15 seconds. I was like, well, that was pretty quick. But, you know, that they, they can still run their offense. Which, sure. You know, back in our day, you may, if you didn't get the shot, you may run it for, for 45 seconds to a minute, maybe even a minute and 10, 15 seconds. You might run it three or four times before you got that shot 
But there's we talked about in the pregame that a lot of times you're looking to go inside first, and a lot of times you're just looking for an open shot. And if that open shot happens to be a 22-footer, well, these kids are going to take it a lot of times. But in that girls' ball game we saw too, you miss a shot, next thing you know, the team comes down, hits a shot. That ball game would get out of hand in a hurry. Exactly. If you, and you get a team like Dawson County girls there a few minutes ago, and they get hot. Slayton got hot and hit two or three threes there, and then the team started rolling there, and that's when they built that big lead there in the first half. It gets fire in a hurry, doesn't it? Oh, it does. It can. And, you know, some of the other girls, you know, started clicking in there and, and doing good. You know, they, I mentioned the left-handed work. Eva Bishop got hot uh-huh. there in the first half and started getting some open shots, got some easy layups. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, like you said, gets, gets fired from Morgan Chester. Uh, got the assist on several of those layups to Eva Bishop tonight. But, you know, these guys, they, they practice earlier now than they used to back in the day. So they're ready to start this thing up tonight. Oh, yeah, they're ready to go. They're, uh, they, they, they're fixing to announce the starting lineups right here. And uh, they can start, I think they can start the, oh, they, they get three weeks or 18 days, something like that, of preseason practice. So they start, you know, I'm going to say mid-October and then three weeks. And I think have, they can have a scrimmage game and then they can start playing and uh, go from there. They, and they don't have to have play a scrimmage. They can play, they can play one for real. Yep. Dawson Kennedy did the real thing. Fly Ranch did a scrimmage game. All right, now time to start lines for our boys' ball game. All right, in the boys' game, Dawson Kennedy will be in their, all, in their gold, the old gold uniforms with the burgundy trimmed in white uniforms. Dawson Kennedy, Coach Todd Cottrell, 1-0. With a win over Denmark, we'll start a senior, number two, Caden Reed. A senior, number five, Joshua Priest. A senior, number 10, Trey Harvey. A sophomore, number 23, Landon Lee. And a senior, number 24, Ethan Parker. And for David Hawkins and the Flower Bank Falcons, they are all in white with black numbers trimmed in red with a little red hint on the side of their shorts and up around the top of their shoulders. They'll start a junior, number four, Jeremiah Ware. A junior, number 10, Isaiah Fairley. A senior, number 11, Brendan Corey. A junior, number 24, Landon Miller. And a senior, number 25, Ryan Cumlin. That's the starters for the nice ball game. Flower Ranch will be going from left to right in the start of this contest, so they'll be in front of their bench for the second half. Dawson County will be going right to left to be away from their bench and be in front of it in the second half. They get familiar things the last year's game we had here. They are, there goes the basketball as they'll attempt to throw it across the floor, and they get it now. Remember last year's game with Dawson County, surprise fly branch. You had Reed Lee lead the team in that ball game last year. Mm -hmm. Again, you're going to see probably a track meet here to get ready. So get ready here on 97.5 Glory FM as you love the sound. You hear the Chicago Bulls singing. It's time to tip it off here for our boys' ball game. All right, Trey Harvey will jump it for Dawson. Ryan Comlin will jump it for Branch. <coughs> Harvey got it, gets it over to Caden Reed. Caden Reed gets it out front to Deason Parker. They're going to set up their offense and Flower Ranch in the man-to-man defense. Over to Trey Harvey. Harvey at the elbow, goes inside, gets it to Reed. Reed back out top to number five. Priest shoots a three, no good. Front rim, no good. Rebounded by Comlin. Comlin gives it off to number... 10, Isaiah Fairley. Fairley gives it off to Jeremiah Ware. Jeremiah has the basketball. He's the leader. Goes in with the left hand. Rolls it off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Landon Lee. Lee gives it off to Parker. Parker will bring it up across the midcourt line, guarded by Jeremiah Ware. On the far side goes Priest. Priest looks. Gives it up to Reed. 
Reed looks at the cutter, then he's going to take it himself, throw it up with the right hand, no good. Rebounded over here by Parker. Parker looks for man outside, gives it off to Lee. Lee shoots a three, no good. Rebounded, tipped out in front. Lee's going to get the rebound as it was tipped out of there by Reed. Reed's going to take it to the rack and get a layup and good. And the foul. Count the basket. He'll go to the line to attempt the old-fashioned three-point play. Tigers are 0 for 2 so far from three-point land. They'll try for three here, buddy. Excuse me, Mike. Brendan Corey got the foul, picked up the foul, and Caden Reed got the bucket and shoots for the old-fashioned three. Got it. Knocked it down. Three-nothing. Tigers lead it with 6.55 left here in the first quarter. Ware gives it over to Fairley. Fairley brings it up, calls out play number two. Fairley gives it over to Comlin. Comlin to Fair to Ware. Ware in the corner, deep three, no good. Back rim, no good. Rebounded by Lee. Lee gives it up to number 10, Harvey. Harvey brings it across the midcourt line, guarded by number 10, Isaiah Fairley. Reed has it. Reed over to Priest to Harvey. Harvey turns in the middle, and he's going to be called for a travel. He he turned, some, I'm sorry. Me, what's, what's amazing to me still is the philosophy. You know you're going to hit maybe if you're doing good 30% of your three-point yep. shots. Like you know you got to get back on defense. Yeah, exactly. It's going to take a lot. Most of the time, the shot like that's going to be a long rebound. you got to hustle back. Ware with it in the front court now gives it over, and it goes out of bounds off of Landon Miller. Landon was looking for it and took his eye off of it to see where the defense was just for a split second. Went right through his hands for the turnover. Number 24, Ethan Parker has the basketball. He's guarded by number four, Jeremiah Ware. Parker gives it over on this side to Lee. Lee goes down low to Harvey. Harvey turns around, squares up, tries to go with a bank shot. No good. Rebounded by Corey. Corey gives it off to number 10, Isaiah Fairley. They'll walk it up the floor. Taking their time. Coach David Hawkins barks out the signals, telling everybody which direction to go. To where? Where? Vicks brings it to the top, gives it off to Mailer. Mailer is going to take it in, comes to a jump stop, kicks it back outside, throws a bad pass trying to get to where, and who sees it? Parker. Parker takes it all the way in, gets the layup to go. Five nothing now, but we've, well, we've played two and a half minutes. Branch yet to score. I think they've only had a couple of shots. Ware with the basketball. Ware in the corner to Corey. Fairly, Fairly gives it off to Miller. Miller goes inside, jump stop, blocked out of bounds from behind by Trey Harvey. Came to a nice jump stop, but as he went up, Trey Harvey read it beautifully and just knocked it out of bounds as he went up to shoot it. 17 on the shot clock. Jeremiah Ware has to tuck his shirt in. It had already come untucked on him. Jeremiah will trigger it in, gets it in to Corey. Corey. Goes baseline, gives it back out to Jeremiah. Jeremiah brings it around the top of the key with 10. Shoots a long three. Falls in good. First basket of the night, a three-pointer. Used the front side and back of the rim, and it fell in. Five, three-year score. Dawson County throws it away. Jeremiah almost had an interception and almost ran over a couple of cheerleaders because they're really close down there. They're out of the way, but it's just tight on the baseline. Caden Reed. Triggers it in, gets it into Lee. Landon Lee over to Parker. Parker looking for somebody. He's going to shoot a three. Parker is no good. Rebound on the far side by Corey. Corey gives it off to Jeremiah Ware. Ware will take his time and bring it across the midcourt line right now. Guarded by Parker. Ware directing traffic. Gives it over to Corey. Corey dribbles on the right key. Comes in the middle. 
Stops. Oh, he threw it away. Ethan Parker with a steal. Parker, quick hands. Nice pass on the far side. Layup by number five. Joshua Priest is good. Beautiful pass through traffic to Priest. And Priest with those long arms just went in and got the layup. Priest playing at the top with that one, kind of one forward, but they match up man-to-man. Fairland with the basketball. Goes to Ware. 19 on the play clock. Seven threes are score. Tigers win, are leading. Miller with a long three. Good! Landon Miller knocks it down, cuts it to one. Seven, six. Again, two-time two co-ed three-pointer shooter of the year. Trey Harvey with the basketball. Gives it off to Ethan Parker. Parker dribbles on the right side, pulls up, gives it off to Harvey. Harvey gets it over to Reed. Reed tries to go inside. He does. Gets loose. Misses the layup. Harvey got the rebound and stuck it in for the two. Nice rebound as Harvey followed it up there, got the kick off the rim, and got stuck it back in. 9-6, Tigers with the lead. Fairly with the basketball, gives it off to Ware. Plenty of time on the play clock. Ware takes it between the circles. Ware kind of stutter steps, gives it over to Corey. Corey gives it outside to Landon for three. Landon off the back rim, rebounding and caught by Reed. Contested right there. Corey tried to get in there and grab it, but didn't happen. Gives off to Parker, does Lee. Parker brings it up. Ethan Parker looking for somebody to go to. Does, gives it over to top Trey Harvey. Trey Harvey tries to go inside. Knocked away by Jeremiah Ware. Jeremiah brings it across. Oh, and they throw it off the foot or the backside of a leg there, and it's knocked away, and they're fighting for it, and Dawson County comes away with the basketball. Dawson County has it. They bring it up. They give it off to Harvey on the far side. Went up for a dunk. No good. Hit the rim and rebounded by Flower Branch. Number 11, Brandon Corey gets the rebound. Gives off to Jeremiah Ware. Jeremiah with 2.30 in the quarter. The branch trails by three. Gives it off to Fairley. Fairley dribbles top of the key. Gives it off to Landon Miller. Landon guarded by Lee. Goes to Ware. Jeremiah stutter steps. Got fouled as he went up. Missed the shot. But he got fouled from behind by 24, they're saying. Ethan Parker there. It's look where the shots are going right now. For Dawson County, nothing outside the three-point arc yet. And the old fast three-point play and three twos. Look what Flyer Branch has done on the other end. Flyer Branch they, They've gone the three-point lane. They have. You've got Jeremiah Ware misses the first of two. And you've got uh, Joel Bennett will come in the game for Flyer Branch. He'll come in for Corey. Looks like Josh Oliver might have been the other player. He in. was. Quarterback Josh and Oliver. Quarterback off football team and also there's a 33 who's not on my roster that I got today and 33 will come in for Ryan Comlin trying to hear what Mr. Blink said didn't quite get it Joe we'll get it here in a little bit shot up by Jeremiah is good and now Josh Oliver will come into the game 9-7 your score 214 in the quarter Get it in to Parker. Parker gives it back over the far side to Harvey. Harvey across the top. Gives it to Lee. Lee goes inside to Reed. Reed went up for a shot on the baseline and got fouled. Number 33 is the foul. The Caden Reed at the line. Have Amari Horner. Fixes to come in. That first free throw by Reed is up and good. 
and Amari Horner on the 41. Might be the tallest player on the court out there. Amari comes in with long arms and legs. I'll try to find 33 for you. Just pause here for a bit, okay? I'll be going to this in a minute. Shot up is good by Reed. Makes it 11-7 with two minutes exactly left here in the first quarter. Isaiah Fairley brings it up. Fairley dribbles to the far side. Gives it over to Reed. Or Miller. Miller gives it over to Oliver. Oliver, three. No good. The left-handed missed. Gets it rebounded by there by Harvey. Harvey comes over to this side. Gives it off to Parker. Parker pushes up. Parker on the left side. Gives it over to number five, which was Priest. Priest shot. No good. Rebounded by 32. Joel Bennett. Bennett gives it off to Fairley. Fairley slows it down. 130 left here in the quarter. Fairley. Dribbles up, tries to take it to the rack, does off the glass and good. 11 9. Flexes a little bit as he comes off the shot. Now, Ethan Parker dribbles it up against Miller. Parker all the way to the rack for the easy deuce. 13 9, a full point advantage for the Tigers. 110 left in the quarter. Fairly with the basketball. Fairly comes up. Got it on the elbow on the far side. Brings it out to Oliver. Oliver with 23 on the play clock. Oliver gives it off over here to Bennett. Bennett, top of the key, gives it to Mailer, tips it to himself. Mailer for three, got it. 13 to 12 is your score. Mailer cuts it to one. 30 seconds, about 13 seconds between the game clock and play clock. Step back shot by Harvey is off the rim twice, no good. Rebounded on the far side. Who got that one that time? Number 32, Bennett. Bennett goes to Oliver. Oliver went inside. Number 33, he's got it, going to shoot a short baseline shot, no good over the rim. Rebounded by Parker. Parker brings it up. Parker takes it between the circles. He's looking on the far side is Parker. Now he'll bring it back out. He's almost at midcourt. Last shot of the quarter. They're at 12, 11, 10. 9, 8. Parker has it with Miller on him. Gives it over here to Harvey. Harvey goes to the basket. Harvey goes in. Got a offensive foul called. On Trey Harvey, and number 33, the big man, took the charge. Make up your mind. We got uh, Jeremiah Ware with 2.3, going to come in for big number 32, Joel Bennett. <coughs> number 33 comes back out of the game. Going to Oliver. Oliver's going to take a shot, a dribble, a shot. His three-pointer is no good. It will be 13 to 12, Tigers after one. And back to the second quarter, one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. 
And thanks to J.D. Miller helping us out with number 33, Joe. Yep, both far I had him. He's 34 on the list I received today, and he's 33. And I was talking to Trey Sanders, the uh, top Sanders, excuse me, before the game, assistant coach of Larry Branch, and he said that they're having to use last year's uniforms because the new ones haven't gotten in yet. So had, that's why the, there's n different com uh, numbers on the teams there. So that's what uh, was going on with that. All right, we start the second quarter here for the branch. Yeah, they've got to, they're talking about something right there. They're going to they're going down here, and I think because of the number discrepancy, now they're going to, they caught it now, and they're going to go down and shoot the technical foul because the number was wrong in the, um, in the book. book. So they'll have to fix that. Now it's different than it used to be. It's just one technical foul for the entire team now, right? Uh, he's, he's going for every player, but one for the entire yeah, team. Used now. to, you'd shoot one for one, one for every one. Nope, it's no good. They'll say, make him shoot it again. Number ten, Trey Harvey was there to shoot it. The referees are getting together to make sure is it a one shot or a two shot, and should be two shot. And is it uh, how's it administered? You know, and the thing is, is when you get in there, you look at the numbers to make sure they're legal numbers. You count the number of bodies and the number of players. It's the whole book to make sure that the numbers are correct. And because, like I mentioned, between last year's numbers and this year's numbers and them having a different number this year, that uh, that was the issue. So I don't know what they're gonna, what's going to happen. Well, again, I'll go back to the old days of odd and even numbers. Home and away, remember those days? Yeah, I do, I do remember And I remember days. one time when Johnson played North Hall and they had the – the home numbers down instead of the road uniforms. Yep. Every yep. player came in and had to stop the game and shoot a technical foul for that player. Right. Well, and, and back when I was refereeing down in middle of Georgia, a private school didn't understand, did not know, or didn't play by the, the old dunk rule. You could not dunk in warm-up. So uh -huh. we, we shot uh, six We shot uh, six technical foul free throws of 12 before the game started that night. And the coach was like, why? And I explained it to him. And I said, we are playing GHSA rules. Y'all play GHSC rules. That's the rule. Right. And, and so we shot 12 free throws. So I think they were down six or seven to nothing before they started. Now, right. that, that team that, that dunked it so much won, of sure. course. But still, they learned a lesson that night. So. But if I remember from last year, I think it's just one technical foul the entire team. Right. I think and that's And you shoot two free throws here, well, what I remember. And evidently, they're going to wave that off and not do it now. Flyer Branch will have the basketball. The free throw they count, did not wow. count it. So now there's nothing. They've got everything completed. So now they're back in the game. So now Flair Ranch has the basketball. Isaiah Fairley has it, gives it off to Ryan Cumlin. Cumlin. And J.D. Mueller, Kyle Landon Mueller, excuse me, comes around the corner and dribbles it off his knee out of bounds. The ball was passed, was kind of out in front of him, and he couldn't control it. Dawson hey. County will have it. J.D. was who he was, his son. Yep. Dayton Reed over to Sam Glover. Glover gets it, Glover gets it back from Reed. And they come back over here to this side to number four, Nick Bellinger. Nick goes in, misses it, tipped up on the free throw, no good. And we'll have a foul. The foul's going to be on number four, Nick Bellinger, who went in. And thanks to one of my friends over here, gave me, helped me out with the name Bofar also. Appreciate that. Well, then I noticed who Joe's athleticism, both these teams they, already they on. They get up, they're long, and they can get up and, and get on the boards. Tip it if nothing else. Try to make some contact with it. Just underway here in the second half, second quarter, 13 to 12, your score. Tigers lead it. Fairly trying to go down deep, gives it off to Bennett. No, and then we've got a foul underneath. Foul's going to be on number 25, Ryan Comlin. As he ran over a guy as he made the pass, he was dribbling, and one of Dawson County's players picked up the charge. Joel Bennett will come in for Ryan Comlin. And... They say the floor is okay. They always have to worry about the sweat stains or whatever. 
Don't be slick at all. Making sure it's not too slick out there. Trey Harvey with the basketball, throws it up to Caden Reed. Caden Reed almost lost it, gets control of it, gives it over to Sam Glover. Glover back to Reed. Reed between the circles. He'll dribble down the left side. Got Drew some contact, missed the shot. That was going to be, I think, 24. That's Landon Miller. I think I called him J.D. several times last year, didn't I? <laughs> I think once or twice. 22 on this shot clock now. Out to Bellinger. Bellinger kicks it in the, out to Caden Reed. Reed over to Harvey. Harvey trying to get around. Miller can't do it. They give it out in a travel call on Sam Glover. Sam disagrees with him as he picks it up and kind of shakes his head. Better be careful how you do that. If the referee sees you, you might not be sitting there. Staying there very long. Now coming back in the game, you got uh, Ed Ethan Parker comes back in the game. Number 25, Dre Walton comes in the game for the Tigers. Jeremiah Ware with the basketball, gives it over to Landon. Landon will shoot a three, it's way off. Rebound on the far side, number five, Joshua Priest. Priest gives it off to Parker. Parker will bring it up with 6.41 in the quarter. Parker gives it over to Glover. Glover on the right wing, brings it across to this side. Looking for a screen, doesn't get it. Gives it back over to Priest. Priest back to Parker, to Glover. Glover to Parker. Parker goes inside, gives it to number five, Priest for the easy left-handed layup. Saw him cutting inside, found him. He was able to get it and go up and score. 15-12 now with 6-18 in the quarter. Jeremiah with a basketball, kicks it in the corner to Oliver. Oliver, Oliver, Josh will take it to the rack, no good. Josh tipping, no good. He doesn't get the rebound, comes out. Parker in a hurry to Lee. Lee goes up for two, no good. Jeremiah is going to be called for a travel. I thought they're going to call. What are they going to call right here? Jeremiah is going to have a foul on number five, Joshua Priest on Jeremiah Ware. And Jeremiah came down to say that Priest pushed him. So now Fairley's back in the game. Number 12, Jack Huey now in the game for the Falcons. Fairley brings it up. Looking to go drive the side on the far side. Gives it off to Ware. Ware will go to the basket up and under good for the layup. 15 to 14 now. 5.43 in the quarter. Harvey has the basketball for Dawson County. Harvey gives it off to Lee. Lee got trapped. Gives it back to Harvey. Harvey going to kick it out here to the top to Parker. Parker pulls up at the free throw line. Off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Fairley. Fairley. As Harvey tried to steal from him, Fairley keeps control. Dawson County gets back. Fairley with the basketball. Dribbles down to the elbow on the far side. Gives it off to Oliver. Oliver to Ware. Ware's going to spot up, shoot a three, in and out. No good. Rebounded by Joshua Priest. Priest to Parker in a hurry. Parker pushes it up in the corner to Lee. Lee back outside to Harvey. Harvey for three. No good. Rebound Oliver on the far side. Oliver. Comes up, dribbling with the right hand, but he is a left-hander. He'll stop, give it off to Fairley. Fairley will stop, and we've got a timeout call. David Hawkins, a 30-second right there. It's a left-hander. Remember, it's called the football game we did with Loganville and Flybrands that night. Mm-hmm. Remember yep. that, that he is a lefty. A lefty. And it's, and it's fun to watch these kids that are left-handers, how they shoot the ball, how they throw the football. You know, we saw the left-hander in that stop bridge the other night. And, it's, you know, they have a different, little different rotation on the ball or whatever. I know my cousin Mike... He was a left-hander, but he could light it up back in the day in North Hall. 
I forgot about him being a yeah, left hander. His brother, yeah. yeah, his brother Mark, right-hander, played before him. Lots of battles between him and Mr. Chronic at East Hall yeah. back in the day. But you, you see there, you get difficult sometimes to defend a left-handed mm-hmm. player, you know. Well, and especially if they're, if they're good with both hands, if they're ambidextrous, uh-huh. can use them both equally as well. You know, they may be left-handed, but like we saw, that's their second Oliver coming down. He's dribbling right-handed. And he's got that left-hander ready up here in position, ready to use it if he needs to. So that's what the left-hander is. You pull the trigger from the left-hander. Yeah, exactly. Kind of sneaky on it there, if you will. All right. The branch has it. They'll be out of bounds right here at the, oh, the old, what we call timeline, right beside the scores table. Inbounded with 26 on the play clock. Fairley has it in the backcourt, brings it across midcourt. Guarded by Parker. Right wing, that goes to the top of the key. Gives it off to Ware with 14. Ware has it, guarded by Reed. Gives it off to Huey. Huey goes to the basket, and he's fouled. See who he's got it on. Foul's going to be number 23, Landon Lee. Near Coach Sanders and Coach Hawkins barking out the instructions down here to our left. I think it was Cottrell's very heavy with defense right now. Jack Huey's first free throw. Another left-hander misses it. Rolls off front rim, back rim, and off. And Coach Cottrell squatting down near the end of his bench. I've seen him do that a lot in his history. Second one by Huey. Is up and it is short. Comes down. Stolen. Huey's trying to get it. He, he knocked it back in, but right to Landon Lee from Dawson County. Lee gives it off to Trey Harvey. Harvey brings it across being guarded by Fairley. Harvey takes it all the way in, trying to use his size, goes up and over the top. No good. He gets his own rebound and rolls it in for the deuce. 17-14 now with half the quarter left here in the second quarter from the nest at Flower Ranch. 17-14, Dawson County. Jeremiah Ware goes in the corner. Oliver with a left-hand three-pointer off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Harvey. Harvey off to Oliver. Parker, excuse me, Parker. Has it, dribbles around the right hand, goes inside, a nice little pass over to Priest. He has to dribble it back outside. They go inside in a hurry for Parker. Parker throws it up, and he's fouled by number 12, Jack Huey. You know, the more times you keep going inside so the basket, you're going to get fouls called. Yeah. Now they, they kicked it back outside in a zip pass by Landon Lee right in there to inside to uh, Parker and number 12, Jack Huey. Committed the foul. You got Ryan Common fixing to come back in. A couple of three other players. First free throw by Ethan Parker is good. Brendan Corey coming back in the game, and along with uh, Landon Miller coming back in the game for the Falcons. 18 to 14, close contest here in the boys' game. 3:45 remaining in the first half. Second free throw is up and no good. Rebounded by Landon Miller. Landon gives it back over to Isaiah Fairley. Fairley will bring it up. Dribbles with the left hand all the way to the back door pass into Jeremiah. Jeremiah cutting to the basket, and he got fouled by Caden Reed. If I can real quick, let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're tuned to 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Jeremiah Ware at the stripe for two. The left-handers first one was good. That's, you know, that's like three or four left-handers on the Flower Branch 
uh, team right there, Mike. Reminds you of left-handed batters on the baseball team. <laughs> it does. It? it does. It does. You're going to stack them end to end, or you're going to skip a batter in between, whatever. Second one by Jeremiah as he hits the first one. The second one is up, and it is roll off the rim. Harvey gets the rebound. 18 to 15 now is your score. Tigers with the lead. Parker goes inside. Uh, pass is knocked away. The nice pass from Comlin is knocked away. This stolen by Jeremiah Ware. Jeremiah goes in for the layup and got it. A little sloppiness right there. Cuts it to 118-17 with 3.13 in the quarter. Tigers have it in the front court. Priest has it. Shoots a three. Fall away. No good. Rebound by Corey. Corey. And it's going to be out of bounds as he throws it off of Jeremiah Ware. Nick Bellinger will come in for Landon Lee right here. Bellinger, I think, a football player coming in and playing. 3-0-3 in the quarter. Caden Reed looking to toss it in. Finally finds the man in the far side. That's Priest. Priest comes to the top to Harvey on the right wing. Harvey spots up, shoots a three off the rim. No good. Ware can't get it. Finally controls it. Here comes Jeremiah. Jeremiah Ware with a man over to his left if he needs him. Brings it up, passes it over on the far side to Corey. Corey gives it to Fairley. Fairley dribbles up short of the free throw line. Can't roll it in. The big man gets the rebound, goes up, no good. That was 25. Comlin can't get it. It comes off the rim. Stolen by Mailer right there, right from behind off of Ethan Parker. Jeremiah Ware will slow it down, bring it down with plenty of time on the shot clock. Fairly directing traffic on the far side. Gives it over to Corey. Corey over to Ware. Ware against Bellinger. Ware takes it to the rack, and he's fouled by Bellinger. Well, you can see him directing traffic. You say, Joe, they're getting everybody set up at the right spot for ta- that play. Exactly. He takes it to the rack, and then goes up there with the left hand. Bellinger knocks, knocks him down as he goes up for the layup. So, Jeremiah will be at the free throw line to attempt two more to try and tie it up or maybe take the lead here with 2.13 remaining until halftime. Ware with one guy. Corey standing down on the free throw line with his guys. First one's up and good. The game is tied. If I'm thinking correctly, Mike, that's the first time it's been tied yep. since the start of the game. Remember last year's game, though, how close it was yep. to Very similar to last year. All right. Got a sub for... <clears throat> Jeremiah, if he hits it, Jeremiah's second free throw is up, and it is in and out. No good. Rebound by number 10, and Trey Harvey. And Landon Miller got away with a kind of a he swatted at the ball there and made a little contact with Harvey. No foul called as Harvey had control. Parker gives it over to their number four, which is Bellinger. He shoots a long three. No good. Parker gets it back. Goes up for two. Got it. 2018, your score. 150 here in the quarter. Jeremiah Ware will dribble up slowly. He's got 10 seconds to get it up, so he's got from 35 to 25. Crosses with a couple of seconds to spare. Jeremiah giving some direction. Fairly will drop down on the low low block. He'll give it on the far side to Corey. Corey between the circles gives it back to Jeremiah. Jeremiah looked like he spotted up. He'll shoot, come in and shoot a two, and he's short. Rebound, and he, oh, and he steps it on the end line as he touches the ball. Wow. Joshua Priest got over there. He didn't see where his toe was, and his toe was on the end line, and he grabbed the basketball, but he's out of bounds, and the referee caught him. And they grinned at each other because Joshua knows it happened. 
Landon Miller will trigger it in for the Falcons now. New shot clock. They get it in. Nothing there as they throw it off of a player. And, oh, and it went off of the knee of a Flower Ranch player out of bounds. And uh, Ethan Parker in there doing his soccer, best soccer impersonation there, kicking the ball to get control of it. Caden Reed will bring it up. Back over to Parker. Parker back to Reed on the far side. Reed has the basketball, brings it across midcourt. Knocked away briefly. He has it back out near midcourt. Reed on the right side gives it off to Harvey. Harvey to Reed. Now back to Harvey. Harvey has it. Goes inside. Nice pass inside to Parker. Parker, no good on the shot. Rebounded by Joel Bennett. Gives it off to Isaiah Fairley. Fairley with under a minute now. 2018 in the quarter. Tigers with the lead. Oh, I thought he had a walk right there. Didn't happen. Number 11. Comes in and throws it, throws it away. That was Corey. Threw it right to Bellinger. Bellinger comes down in a hurry, runs over a player, loses control of the basketball, and Bennett for the branch picks it up. 31 seconds now on the play clock, 36 on the game clock. So a few seconds been between them in there, about four or five, maybe eight. Gives it over to Corey. Corey over to Miller. Miller dribbles 17 on the play clock. Fairly. Looking to, comes back over here to Corey. Corey went to Miller. Miller, we're going to have a foul called, I believe, on Bellinger. And let's see. Yep, I believe they'll shoot the one and one. Yeah, they will. So, Miller will be at the line to shoot the bonus, the one and one. And number 20, Sam Glover will come back in. I have to wait. So, it's a two-shot foul. Excuse me. Okay. Interesting. Very. All right. Thought it was on, on the seventh. But anyway, first free throws up and good. Now Glover will get to come into the game. He'll come in for Ethan. No, he'll come in for Bellinger right there. Landon trying to tie it up at 20 with 18 seconds left. Shot clock will be off. Dawson County could get the last possession. Second free throw is good, and it's tied at 20. All this time, and we're tied at 20. How about that one? Ethan Parker has the basketball, dribbles up slowly, gives it over to Harvey. Harvey gives it over to Priest. Priest in the front court, elbow extended. Gives it back outside to Parker. Parker between the circles. He'll dribble in. He'll stop around the free throw line. Oh, number 11 picked it up. That was Corey, knocked it loose, and that'll end the quarter tied at 20. Coming up next for 97.5, Glory FM is the halftime show of our boys' game. We're back in a minute with more on 97.5, Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. If you want to add something really special to your outdoor cooking collection, it has got to be a Blackstone griddle from Ultra's Ace. These griddles are made from cold rolled steel, so the surface is really durable. And they're super easy to clean and maintain, but the part that really matters... Is the food! Yes, the food. You'll create masterpieces with steak and fish, prepare fajitas like you've never had before. And undoubtedly, the best grilled cheese sandwich on earth. It's the little things. Treat yourself or delight a special cook on your Christmas list with a Blackstone griddle from Ultra's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. And we are back here at Fire Branch. 
halftime guest, our halftime guest lined up to be with us here. And looking to get Courtney Newton or even Will England to join us here at halftime. And here we go. Hello there. All right. If I get things working out here for our halftime guests to join us. Still blind guys here. Is anybody there? Not yet. I think Joe's still trying to work on something. Well, halftime is 2020. Flyer Branch and Dawson County. Lady Tigers win game one of our doubleheader. 66-39 the final in that ball game. And we'll have more high school hoop action for you in two weeks. We'll be at North Hall as Jefferson takes on North Hall. Friday night high school football action. We'll bring you the game between Lumpkin County and Oconee County. It all begins on Friday night here on 97.5 Glory FM. Your radio station for North Georgia Sports. Say what, Nathan? Give back to you just for one more minute. We'll get things lined up here. We're back in one minute live from Fly Branch on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. And we are back here. It looks like we would not have a halftime guest joining us here in our boys' ball game. I want to pause just for a moment and say a huge happy birthday wish going out today to the man we saw today at Long Street Cafe for lunch, Mr. Abbott Massey, who has done so much for his community, huge University of Georgia fan, turns 96 years old today. And you would never know the man is past probably 75 at the most from that standpoint. But we will say a big happy birthday wish going out today to Mr. Abbott Massey celebrating his 96th birthday today. Okay. Hey, Will's going to join us here. Hey, Coach. Hey, how are you doing? Great. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. Thank you guys for having me. How about those Tigers, man? Yeah, we, we played well. Uh, I wish we could have finished a little better than we did, but that first half was pretty impressive. And uh, even the third quarter, I thought we, we're, we're sharing the basketball at a high level right now, and that makes us it's tough to guard. I see there was a midseason form. It sure seemed that way, Coach. Uh, I, I would like to think so. I know for me, I've told everybody that's kind of asked, it's being in year two, I felt like we have picked up kind of where we left off last year. We haven't had to kind of teach as much. It seems like the kids kind of understand what I'm wanting. I kind of understand a little bit about them more. Uh, and we've kind of just been able to pick up from where we were last year where it's not just completely new. And so that has been completely uh, – it's really been life-changing for me as a coach because oh, I, sure. I feel so much more confident going into practice and games and things like that. All right, so excuse me for all Tiger fans. I want to use this word, so forgive me for this. But it seems like this team 
reminds Joe and I so much of Lumpkin County and what David Dow's doing up there at Lumpkin County. They were so successful over the yeah. past few years. Uh, I mean, you don't got to apologize. That's a huge accomplishment, uh, a huge compliment. Uh, but you want to say, wait, time Dallas County is here yeah. Lumpkin County. It goes, wait a minute now. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, but kudos to Coach Dallas and, and what he built there at Lumpkin County. I know uh, our girls looked at them, and we played them tough three times last year. Thought we were going to get one of them. And uh, they're, uh-huh. they're the steeple of what homegrown kids are all about. And, uh, but isn't it Dawson County, though, the same way? Oh, yeah, 100%. All of our kids grew up together playing park and rec. Uh, they love each other. They I got six seniors that's played together since they were five, six years old. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't argue with it at all. I don't, I don't think we're quite to their level yet. Uh, but, but this year's region, you may be the team to beat. Uh, I, yeah, we got. I mean, I would love to think we're in the mix. Uh, we got some teams at the top. Uh, obviously, Wesleyan's really good. Uh-huh. White County's good. Pickens is really good. But yeah, I, I think you got to include us in that list, and our kids believe it. Uh, we believe it, and we're certainly working towards that goal. But when you see when you're led by somebody like Abby Slayton, and then you go to, to what Bishop's been able to do inside, you start going out there with airs, and you start naming everybody then. Yeah, I, I think I, I've said all uh, all along. I think we're really deep. I, we got a lot of kids that can score the basketball. I mean, Abby exploded. She had 31 tonight on eight threes. Uh, she can shoot it unbelievably, and I think a lot of times, and she understands that, but our presence that the bigs get between Chester and Bishop and Wilson and Robertson and Burt, I mean, I, it just goes on and on and on. Like, we're trying to play inside out because we've got a size advantage. And when you, you do, when you do that, we get guards that are going to knock down shots if they're open. So it and makes get, a huge difference. And you got a defense that's really helping that offense start, too. Yeah, they, they've bought into – I've kind of been a defensive-minded guy my, my whole career, and – They've bought into that, and I, I told them that if they'll they'll buy into playing defense, we're we're good enough to score the basketball. Uh, we just got to play a little bit of defense, and we're going to be competitive in most. Looking forward this weekend to the tournament over at Cole Mountain. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's a great opportunity, man. You look at the bracket on the girls' side. There's some uh, great girls' teams, and right off the bat, we go up with uh, Lambert. That I mean has predominantly been amazing in girls' basketball. So looking forward to that challenge. And uh, I, man, I, I don't know about you, but me and the North for side coaches have been kind of going back and forth. I would love to get a second round matchup with those guys. Oh, that'd be nice. No doubt about that. I right, hope to see you soon. Okay, Will. Thanks yes, for coming by. Yes, I appreciate Thank it much. You guys so much. Thank you much, Will England. The head girls coach at Dawson County joining us. Congratulations, them winning 66 to 39. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it much. We got much more for you. We'll get ready for a two minute timeout. Be back with the second half here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue it's flu season in north georgia and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at riverside pharmacy nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu the pharmacists at riverside pharmacy in gainesville can help you too they can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it and they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. 
We're so proud to announce that Autry's Ace Hardware now carries a full line of Ego battery-powered equipment. And what a full line it is. Trimmers, blowers, chainsaws, and a universal battery that powers every piece of Ego equipment for our convenience and savings. These tools definitely have impressive power, which is surely why Ego is the number one rated brand in cordless power. Yep, and Autry's Ace is also a certified Ego service center. Come check out the Ego outdoor power equipment at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Ridge Road in Gainesville. And we're back here. Thanks again to Will England joining me here at halftime. We'll talk with Courtney Newton later on the season. we got a couple more ball games on our schedule of Flybrass basketball this season. And here at halftime, what a great boys matchup so far. Low scoring, but you love how the teams are playing, Joe, at 2020. Well, and Dawson County is trying to push it, and uh, and they're, they're doing a good job of pushing it. But what's happening is, is they're only getting one shot, maybe two, and uh, Flyer Branch is doing a good job of rebounding, blocking them out. And then Flyer Branch is, having, is doing good coming back down the, the other way and taking their time running their offense. And we're tied at 20. Here's the break. Scores for Dawson County. Caden Reed has five. Joshua Priest and Trey Hobby Harvey with four each. Ethan Parker leads the way for the Tigers with seven. For Flyer Branch, three scores. Isaiah Fairley with two. Landon Miller with a couple threes. He has eight. Jeremiah Ware leads the way with 10 points here in the first half. And what uh, I've been, 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 been pleased, impressed with early on in the season for Flair Branch's first game and Dawson County's second, they're playing good defense. Uh, both teams are. They're trying to cut off some passing lanes, um, taking good shots. Uh, they really hadn't forced anything, maybe one on each end, but nothing bad and crazy or anything. So. Right Dawson, now, time to start the second half. Dawson County triggers it in. They go in the corner, give it off to Priest. Priest back out top to Parker. Parker has the basketball, kicks it over to Reed. Reed back to the top to Priest. Priest over to Lee. Lee, you can run a little cut through there. They give it off to Priest at the top of the key for a three. In and out, rebounded by Fairley. Fairley, and with a three, uh, the Falcons are blocking out very nicely for Coach David Hawkins' team. Jeremiah Ware with the basketball over here in front of us. Now he goes to the middle of the court. Down at the free throw line. Kicks it in the corner to Mailer. Mailer fakes the three. Dribbles across. He's going to come over to this side. Give it off to Fairley. Fairley goes over to the far side. Stops. Pops. No good. Off the rim. Knocked out of bounds by Ryan Comlin. C-O-M-L-A-N. Ryan went up and tried to get the rebound, but it's going away from him, and he knocked it out of bounds. Now we see a little bit of pressure here by Flyer and Branch as they bring it up the court. Well, Dawson County is stolen right there by Brandon, Brendan Curry. Corey has the basketball, C-O-R-R-Y. Brendan Corey gives it off to Fairley. Fairley holds, gives over to Mueller. Mueller between the circles, gives it back to Ware. Ware has it, top of the key, trying to go to the basket. He does, goes up with the left hand, good. Breaks the tie, their first lead of the night, 22 to 20. Pressure. Basically a little floating man-to-man, one, one, two, two zone. They're running over, get on the read on the far side for a three, no good. Almost rebounded, and Ware gets in the kick out out front. Ware has it. Nice pass on the far side, but look at the man Joshua Priest comes streaking in there to get the interception, gives it back to Parker, and comes the other way. Parker has the basketball, gives it back outside to Priest, who shoots a three and short. Knocked away and fair, and we're going to have a foul. Uh, I believe it's going to be on Priest. Yeah, going to be on Joshua Priest over the back as he pushed number 10, Isaiah Fairley, trying to get to the basketball. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Corey throws it in to Fairley. Fairley will dribble up across midcourt. 6-12 left here the third quarter. Branch leads it by two. Miller with the basketball over to Ware. Ware, top of the key. He tries to go right down the middle, up and under left hand. Spin, no good. Rebounded by Harvey. Harvey will take it up. One-on-one all the way. Oh, nice pass over to Lee for the layup. He took it all the way about middle of the way of the lane. Lee was coming down the right side, got the pass, and went straight up with it for the deuce. All tied at 22. Fairly with the basketball. Fairly top of the key. Now he comes between the circles, backs up, looking at the three. He's going to shoot a three. Good! Isaiah Fairly, the first three of the night for Isaiah. 25-22. Odd number between them now. Parker comes up the other way. Pass over to Reed on the layup. Good. 25-24. They came back in a hurry, and Reed was on the baseline, cut in there nicely. And when he was able, Parker was, to get an easy pass to him for the layup. Fairley brings it up. Fairley gives it off to Ware. Ware in the corner. Oh, and knocked away by Priest. And right back is going to be backcourt called on Flowery Branch as Jeremiah Ware had possession and his momentum carried him into the backcourt. So that's an open back. He's debating that with the official, but he was debating it with the wrong official, if that matters. Joel Bennett comes back in the game. And Josh Oliver's back in the game for the branch. Priest threw it, hit his old man in the head. Lee gets it, gets it back over to Reed. Reed, top of the key, pulls it out between the circles, now being guarded by Corey. Gives it back over to Priest. Harvey, Harvey has the basketball, pulls up from 16. Good! Front rim, off the backboard, and in. Nice little shot, they lead it by one, 26-25. 436 left in the third quarter. Back and forth game between these two teams. Branch in the white uniforms. Dawson County in the old goal. Oliver has the basketball. The left-hander gives it off to Fairley. Fairley looks to go inside with 15. Has plenty of time. Gives it over on this side to Corey. Corey dribbles in the middle. Gives it off to Oliver. Oliver dribbles outside with eight. He'll shoot a three. Oliver in and out. Rebounded by Bennett. Bennett goes up. Knocked away by number 10, Harvey. Nice block. Late Trey Harvey's got some long arms and some height. He was able to swat that one away. Parker comes the other direction. Takes it all the way to the basket. No good. Rebounded by Corey. Corey gives off to Fairley. Fairley will take his time bringing it up now. The stop. Coach Hawkins gives some instruction. Everybody's moving around position. Man-to-man defense played by Dawson County. 18 on the shot clock. Mailer with the basketball. Mailer looks for a cutter. Nothing there. Over to Bennett. Bennett looks for a cutter on the wing now. Goes over to the other side. Oh, he threw it a little bit late. Intercepted by Lee. Lee's going to go coast to coast. No, that's Ethan Parker. Ethan Parker goes the other way. Now we've got a timeout by Coach David Hawkins. That should be a full. It's going to be a 30-second okay. timeout. Yep. I was, yep, I was like you. Said, I, it said 30 right there. I thought yep. he was going to be a, a full like you might, but it was a 32nd as he had a couple of runouts to take a three-point lead here with 322 remaining. So we'll keep it right here. We have a, a quick talk with his team yep. about what you just mentioned. They had sloppy passes. Take your time. As they got away from what they were doing earlier, now they've thrown two or three ill-advised passes. It's cost them points here in the last couple of minutes. Jeremiah Ware will come back in the game. 
uh, Jeremiah cannot come back in the game because he wasn't in there. The substitute has to be in before the first horn, and Jeremiah was not. So he'll stay on the sideline until the next dead ball. And Larry Branch will have the basketball on the other end of the court down here on the right. He'll be going from right to left. They are one, two, three, four. Yep, they got their five out there now. And Oliver throws it in to Fairley. Fairley will bring it up. Being guarded by Parker. Fairley brings it across the midcourt stripe. And it's stolen again on the far side. That is Parker. No, it's Lee that time. Lee goes up and gets the deuce. I tell you what, they're doing a dandy job of cutting off the passing lanes over there on the far side. Those passes, they... The, the offense is not coming to the passes like this year. The defense is able to cut the passing lane off. Fairly with the basketball. Five-point lead for the Tigers. Corey with the basketball. Goes back door to Landon Miller. He fumbles it out of bounds. Two number fours come in now. Jeremiah Ware and Nick Bellinger come in the game, respectively, for their teams. Ware for the Falcons. Bellinger for the Tigers. At the half, Bellinger's the only player that had two fouls. And the other players with fouls only had one. Reed with the basketball. Gives off to Bellinger. Bellinger throws a little pass inside. They're going to call a foul on number 24, Landon Miller. That'll be his second now. 2.36 in the quarter. 30-25. to 25. Here at the nest at Flowery Ranch. Reed looking to throw it in. Got it in just in time to Joshua Priest. Over to Ethan Parker. Parker, long pass in the corner. Oh, off the fingertips of a Tiger player, Landon Miller. Landon Miller loses it, and then he goes out of bounds off of Joshua Priest. The pass was originally going to go to Nick Bellinger. Priest thought it was coming to him, and he went up and tipped it. He gave Miller a chance to get it, and now Josh Oliver has it in the front court trying to get it in bounds. He does to Fairley with 35 on the shot clock. Down to 30. Fairly with the basketball. Fairly going to go on. We've got an offensive foul away from the basket. The illegal screen foul is going to be on number four, Jeremiah Ware, on the illegal screen as he went over and was moving, pushing the man away so it creates some space for Isaiah right there. The Tigers bring it up. Trey Harvey with the basketball. Harvey gives it over to Ethan Parker. Parker to Bellinger. Bellinger. Stops inside the three-point line, gives it back to Reed. Reed kicks it over to Parker. Parker comes at the three-throw line, pulls up. Now he takes a step inside underneath, rolls up the layup, and it went in. 31-25. They come to 32-25, excuse me. They come the other direction. Jeremiah Ware with the basketball, 147 in the quarter. Gives off to Oliver. Oliver with a hop, skip, and a jump. Loses it off, and it's knocked out of bounds by Trey Harvey out of bounds, and it will be... The branches basketball with 23 seconds left here in the quarter. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, good job, Mr. Referee. Blew the whistle. He'd already handed it to the player to put him in, and the player can't go in until he's beckoned on. It's a good job by the official to hold him up right there. Where the trigger and he's got to get it in. The shot started the shot clock too quick. Now we've got a foul, I believe, going to be called Trey Harvey. They got bailed on that right there as the shot clock started a little early before the throw-up pass and even be thrown in. So now, let's see. Hart Priest will come out of the game. And... Push it back! Push it back! 
Landon Lee went back in the game. Ware has the basketball, has a new shot clock. Kicks it out to Fairley. Fairley over here to Oliver. Oliver faked this man off. Has to give it back to Miller. Miller from a long way out. He's going to get his range, go inside for a layup. He got fouled, and it's a layup. Bellinger will now have his third foul on the night. And Landon Miller will be for two. Landon trying to cut the lead of seven down to five. The first one is good. We'll have Brendan Corey will come back in the contest. Number 25, Ryan Cumlin will come back in the game. Ware will come out, and Bennett will come out for the Falcons. Miller waits the basketball from the official. He gets it. Dribbles a couple of times. One more spins. The shot is up and good. 32-27. Cut it to five with 1.15 left here in the quarter. Oh, stolen right there on a, on a pass that just kind of tried to bounce it in there. Landon Miller comes away off the tip from Ryan Cumlin. Fairly will bring it up. Fairly looks over to the side, gets his sign. The play call from Coach Hawkins. Corey has it out front, gives it off to Cumlin for three. Cumlin almost got it to rattle in. Miller gets the rebound, gives it off to Comlin, comes in, shoots a little free, a free throw type shot, a 15 footer, no good off the rim. Bellinger gets the board and he comes the other way. Bellinger will give it off to Parker. Parker stops at the top, gives it off to Reed. Reed cuts inside with one dribbling, gets the layup. 34 27. Under the shot clock is off and one under 30 seconds remaining in the quarter. Quarter number three, one more to go here from Flyer Ranch High School. Out front is Isaiah Fairley. Fairley gives off to Corey on the right wing. He'll dribble between the circles. Corey is looking, looking, gives it over on this side to Oliver with nine, eight, seven. Fairley has it. Looking for a play now. Fairley has it with four. Fairley with three. He'll stop. Shoot a three. He's going to be well short. They throw it back in bounds. There'll be no time to shoot it. And it'll be 34-27 after three. And back to the fourth and final quarter in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Fourth and final quarter, our first game of the season. What a great one's been, Joe. Yeah, it's been a back-and-forth ball game. Tied at 20 at the half. Dawson County goes on a little run that quarter. Outscores the Birds 14-7. to It's 34-27. Branch has the basketball starting the fourth final quarter of regulation play. 
Jeremiah Ware with the basketball, being guarded by Reed. He's going to go baseline and going to have a blocking foul on Caden Reed. As Jeremiah went baseline, foul is going to be on Reed. And it'll be out of bounds as Jeremiah will be the trigger man to throw it in down there. He'll throw it in. Be 25 on the shot clock. They've got to reset it to 25. And they're waiting on it to happen. There we go. Got it set. Jeremiah looking for a cutter. Got it out there to Corey. Corey gives it back to Jeremiah Ware. Ware, right side, goes in. A little shot is short. Rebounded by Priest. Priest gives it off to Parker. Parker will bring it across midcourt right now. Being guarded by Jeremiah Ware. Parker brings it down the right side. He got a little opening. Goes to the back. It good. He just the defense just kind of pulled off. He, one guy he stuck by him and able to get in and get the easy layup. 36-27, nine-point. Biggest lead. Oh, there's Miller from behind. Miller misses the layup. No good. Rebounding by old Parker. Parker comes the other direction. He'll slow it down just a tad. Looks to go inside. Hit from behind, and there'll be a foul on Jeremiah. Yep, fouls on Jeremiah as he tried to hit him after he beat him on the dribble. He swatted at it, hit him on the side, knocked the ball away, but the offensive player, Oliver fell. Parker fell down. Reed throws it in, tipped back to Reed. Reed deep in the corner, gets it out to Parker, way outside on the left wing. Parker with 20 on the shot clock, 6.56 in the quarter. Gives it down to Harvey. Harvey squares up, elbow extended. Gives it off to Reed. Reed shot it, no good. Bodies laying everywhere. And now Bellinger's going to get the steal off the rebound. Bellinger has it in the corner. He'll dribble it towards the basket, goes in for the layup. Good, and a foul. Wow, a lot of action down there. Bellinger able to come in and sneak around and get the basketball. Foul's going to be on Jeremiah Ware. That's going to be his three or four, three on Jeremiah. That was a great individual effort. Oh, it was. Bellinger just went after it right there, knocked the ball loose, able to get it, saw the opening, went to the basket, and he's arguably the shortest guy on the floor, went to the basket, got it to go, and got bumped enough to create a foul. 37-27, 38-27, 11-point lead now. Trying to extend it to 12, and does. I think that's the largest lead of the night. In person, I think David Hoggy's a timeout. Yep, 38-39-27. Fairly with the basketball. Comes up looking for, gives it off to Jeremiah Ware. Ware spins, goes inside, try to get two, and he got it to go, and the foul. Fouls on there, 24, Ethan Parker. They did that one. He spun, spun the other way, got up, got the little kiss off the glass and the rim to go in and got the foul. 39-29, cut it to 10, trying to cut it into single digits now. If possible for the Falcons. Shot is up, and it is good. 39-30 with 6.24 remaining. Inbound pass to Parker from Priest. Parker brings it up. Dribbles with the right hand. Goes between the legs. Going towards the left side, hands off to Priest. Priest looking way outside, back to Parker. Parker waiting on everybody to move. Kind of banged up, gommed up there in the middle over to Breed on the far side. Goes inside to Priest. Priest, that's Harvey. Harvey's going to go up off the glass and good. Harvey just posted up, spun around a couple times, saw the opening, and kissed it off the glass for the deuce. 41-30, 5-54. Far side. 
Ware gives it off to Corey. Corey's going to take it to the basket. He lost control, but he's fouled as he goes in. Let's see if it's going to be on Bellinger. That will be four if so. Nope, number five, that's Josh Priest. That's three on him. <coughs> they get the branch of score. It's ten points this half, Joe. Yes, they have. Seven in the third quarter, three in this quarter, and we're two and a half minutes into this quarter. That free throw is off. No good. So uh, Landon Lee will come in and replace Ethan Parker, or excuse me, replace uh, Nick Bellinger out there. Corey's second free throw is good. Cuts it to 10, but it's on even numbers now. Far side is Harvey, brings it up, passes over to Reed. Reed on the wing. Tries to bring it up. Jeremiah Ware steals it. Jeremiah trying to bring it down. He doesn't show a flash of speed, but he gets to lay up on the other end. I thought he might break away, but he gets to lay up anyway. Cuts it to eight. In in a hurry. Dawson County brings it in in a hurry. Good for them. Parker gets it down to Reed. Reed spins in the middle. Shot good. He just caught it right there at the free throw line with his back to the basket, squared up to the basket at the free throw line and knocked it down. 43-33. Fairly looking. Top of the key. Gives it off to Ware. Ware waiting on somebody to break open. He takes it. He's backing him down. He goes inside. He backed his man down. Reed all the way down. Went up and under and got the layup. 43-35. Parker with the basketball. Over to Trey Harvey. Harvey comes to the top of the key. Gives it off to Reed. Reed trying to go in the middle. About a 12-footer. No good. Rebounded. Fairly. Fairly. With a couple of bodies in there banging around. Fairly gets the rebound to Carroll and brings it up in a hurry. Fairly. Kicks it over to Mailer. Mailer almost got fouled, but he's got it back out on the wing. Gives it back to Fairley. Fairley stops, looks, gives it out to Ware. Way out top, 20 on the shot clock. Ware with the basketball. He's going to try and go to the basket. That's going to be an offensive foul and a good call by the official as he went in and didn't. He bumped him just enough, and that's going to be an offensive foul. Because the defense man was in position. That's, yeah, the defense was in great position that time. Good point, Mike. And that's four on Jeremiah Ware. 4.24 here in the quarter. Now Dawson takes the time. That's Parker. Dawson's up eight. Gives it off to Harvey. Or, yeah, Harvey has the basketball waiting on somebody. Fairly stuck his hand in there, knocked it away. Fairly got it back, or Harvey got it back, excuse me. Now Parker has the basketball. Parker dribbles at the top of the key. Gives it to Harvey. Stolen from behind by Bennett. Bennett waits on him and gives it back to Ware. Ware. Goes in a hurry to Fairley. Fairley waits. Kicks it back to Ware. Ware stops. Oh, we thought that might have been a double. He goes up for the shot. No good, but he got fouled. A great hesitation dribble out here on the right wing, about two feet outside the three-point line. Hesitation, leaned his body back and took off. That Landon Lee committed the foul, and Jeremiah Ware will be at the line trying to cut it to six. I think the fans were like me, thought it might have been a double dribble, but all he did, the first one is good. All he did was kind of hesitate the dribble and lean back and cause that defender to move, and he took off to the basket. 43-36. Yep. 43. In and out. Seven-point lead now for the Tigers with 347 remaining. The big man Harvey with the basketball. Harvey brings it across midcourt, being guarded by Fairley. Give it off to Lee. Lee back to Harvey. Harvey goes to the basket. Two-point shot, no good. Rebounded. Look at that. Corey sneak in there and get the rebound. Corey over to Bennett. Back to Corey. Now we've got a timeout call 
by David Hawkins, and it'll be a full timeout. Yep. And we're back in 30 seconds from Firebrand Show 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. And back here in Flyer Branch, Dawson County, looking for the doubleheader sweep this evening to start things off for our broadcast here in 2023-2024. Now you got three possession games to do here. Just, now you got almost score time to go down court. Yeah, it's uh, three minutes and 28 seconds left. Seven-point advantage for Dawson County. They have outscored the uh, Falcons in this half, uh, 23-16, to 16, and outscored them, doubled them up in the third quarter, 14-7, uh, make it 34-27. It's now 43-35, to 35, 36, excuse me. So, let's see. On the far end, the Falcons will have the basketball down beyond the Dawson County bench. Corey throws it in to Fairley. Fairley brings it up. 30 on the shot clock. Fairly picked up his dribble. Gives it over to Corey. Corey came back out and got it. They try to go in a nice job. They're going to call a foul on Ethan Parker. And the Dawson County fans don't much like it as he came in from behind knocked it loose. He made contact on his hip, but I'm kind of like the fans right there. That was a little close. He didn't dislodge the offensive player, so might have been a clean steal. All right, so they'll be at the line shooting a one if one. There's five fouls. First one by Jeremiah is short. And he's missing free throws. It's going to cost him at the end of the game if they aren't careful. Hey, Joe. Yep. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. That's right. Nathan Corcoran ready to come in for the Falcons. Second one by Ware. Short again. And rebounding by Harvey over to Parker. Parker will bring it up. Far side now he's between the circles. 3-10 here in the quarter. On the far side to Reed. Reed's going to take it to the basket. Up off the glass and good. Long, lanky Caden Reed. Two quick dribbles. Trying to jump back into the was there and tossed it off the glass for a basket. Landon Reed. It's a nine-point advantage now for Dawson County. They threw that off the leg of the south, or excuse me, the for the Falcon player, it will be Dawson County's basketball. And that last basket might have been the one to seal the victory for the Tigers. Josh Oliver will come back in the game. He comes in for Joel Bennett. <clears throat> Caden Reed will take it out of bounds. Timeline on the far side. But my, one of our good old buddies there, Rodney Osborne, one of the officials tonight, takes it out. Gives it over to Ethan Parker. Ethan Parker. Brings it across midcourt, being guarded by Jeremiah. Gives it over to Priest. Priest looking for help. Gives it to Reed, top of the key. Reed goes inside to Harvey. Harvey got fouled before anything happened, before the shot. So the foul's going to be on 22, Josh Oliver. The arm bar, as they say, put both arms in his back and pushed him. So not free throwing yet for the Tigers. So they'll have it out of bounds. Reed looks to throw it in, gets it in to... Parker. Parker shoots a little 15-footer and good. 47-36, back up to 11. 
for the Tigers at 222. Oliver with the basketball, gives it back to Ware. Ware back over to Miller. Miller asking him to cut. He does, gives it to Fairley. Fairley got a foul right in the middle. No, a timeout called by Coach Hawkins. It will be a full timeout. Again, we're back in 30 seconds from Fly Branch on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Uh, Branch got a long way to go in a short time to get there, buddy. Two minutes, 12 seconds. They're down 11. Not, not going to be long until Landon Miller, Jeremiah Ware, and Fairley is going to have to start jacking up some threes, which I'm sure that David Hawkins would rather not do. But they're going to have to start hitting some shots here. And the three-pointer hadn't been there tonight. It hadn't been there. Hadn't been there at all. I think that uh, Jeremiah had two maybe. or No, Landon had two there at the half, and that was it. Uh-huh. They get it in barely to Jeremiah Ware back over to Corey. Corey back to Ware. Ware stutter steps just inside the three-point arc. No good. Rebounded by Ethan Parker. Called his name a bunch. Way outside lead to Reed. Caden Reed with the easy deuce on the other side. They released the man and got the easy deuce. Jeremiah Ware brings it up in a hurry. Jeremiah in the corner to Oliver. Oliver, got to look for the open man. Who's it going to be? Get over to Landon Miller on the far side. Landon guarded. They got to get set some screens over there. Corey has the basketball. Top of the key. Gives to Oliver. Oliver faked the three. He's going to hold it. Give it back over here. They got to shoot the ball quickly. We're under one minute and a half now. Oliver with the basketball. They're going to give. They're still dribbling at nine, eight, seven, six. Stolen. As a bad pass, Parker has it. Parker, pass over to Reed. Reed for two. Off the rim, rebounded by Harvey. He's up and in for two. 51-36, and it'll be a timeout by David Hawkins. He's had enough. That's full. We'll take it with him. We're back in 30 seconds from Flybrand. So 97.5 Glory FM. We hear all the time when people come in to Autry's Ace for their regular hardware products. How surprised they are when they discover our amazing gift section. It's more like an official Christmas wonderland right now. Autry's gift section is overloaded with holiday decor, beautiful ornaments, Santas, reindeer, plus plenty of extra special gifts for all ages. Skip the lines and see our amazing Christmas section at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ho, ho, ho! ho. ho. Over Coach David Hawkins, they got to play better down the stretch, though. Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you're, you're spending a lot of time looking for a good shot, but you got to set some screens, and nobody's really coming over and setting the screen right there to get Miller open or Ware open or whoever open, and they're just not doing that right now, and then the guy's having to take a shot about a step further out, or they'll make a pass. Now, I will give Dawson County and Coach Todd Cockrell-Steen credit. They've Absolutely. really cut off the passing lane tonight. Absolutely. They've really cut off the passing lane. in the first half and here down the stretch. That's six unanswered right there, a 6-0 run. After it may, after it was 45-36, they cut it to nine, and now it's back out to 15-point lead, the biggest lead of the night for the Tigers, 115 and counting. As Jack Huey brings it up now, Jack new in the game, gives it off to Oliver, Oliver over to Miller. Miller gets the layup as a nice cut to the back door, 51-38. 
Gives it over to Lee to Parker. Parker to Reed. Reed has the basketball. Reed over to Parker. Parker dribbles behind his back. He'll hold it up. He's going to somebody. Gives it back outside to Harvey way out front. They're looking to, to foul at this point. Reed has it with a man on him. That is Huey. Reed has the basketball, and they're going to call a foul on Huey. And that will be five, and they'll shoot the one and one. 51-38, 13-point lead. We are under a minute now, 41.4 seconds. So unless you can come up with a 15-point shot and hold them on defense, it's going to be tough right here, Mike. We'll let learn from this ball game tonight. Yeah, exactly. Caden Reed hits the first one, makes it a 14-point lead now. Well, and they weren't playing bad. They tied it. It was tied at the half. They had a two-point lead there at one point. Uh-huh. He played good at times. Reed hits both of them, 53-38, a 15-point advantage. They'll wait to touch it to get it in. That's going to be fairly, fairly will bring it up. 32 on the shot clock. Huey with the basketball. Huey backdoor cut to Corey. Corey far side to Oliver. Oliver is going to take it baseline. Go in. Got to lay it good. 53-40. Got it to 13. 23 on the shot clock. Or 23 on the game clock. Excuse me. 15 on the shot clock, it says. Foul going to be called on Huey again. Is number 10. Trey Harvey will go to the line to shoot two. Again, you can see this Dawson County team is going to be formidable in Region 7 yeah, AAA. They, if, they, if they cut off the passing lanes and rebound like they have so far and shoot the ball, they could they cut to the basket well, uh, hit those layups, and, and the bang on the boards, the first free throw attempt by Harvey is no good. Well, the big guys back at Gilmer, for example, Wesley, yep. what they do, mm-hmm. come in and see. Yep. Second shot by Harvey's up, and it is good. Nothing but net, 54 to 40. 17.5 on the clock. They come up in a hurry. Fairly has it. 13-12. Oliver with the basketball. Oliver's going to step back. Shoot a three. No good. Rebounded by Parker. Parker will hold it in the backcourt. He doesn't have to bring it across midcourt, but he will. Three, two, one. And that will be your ball game. 54-40 is your final. Dawson County with a win. 54-40, your final. We're back in two minutes. Wrap it up for you here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And welcome back to High School Basketball, 97.5 Glory FM. Joe Gailey and Mike Warford with you here courtside from Flyer Branch, wrapping things up. Doubleheader sweep for the Dawson County Tigers. Both teams improving to 2-0 on the season in game number one. It was Dawson County beating the Lady Falcons by a score of 66-39. to in the boys' ball game, final score, Dawson County 54, Flowery Branch 40. In the boys' ball game, surprisingly, the three-point shot was just not falling and not falling for either team. And then you see there was a run there by the Tigers. If you remember, Flowery Branch took a three-point lead. And then the Tigers came back to the lead, and really they went on a run after that point. They had some about three straight steals yep. on passes. To win a run in the branch of the catch catch back up. Yeah, I just couldn't get going after that. They, they were looking for some open shots, and then credit Dawson County for coming out and playing really tight defense there. But that, that little 6 0 run put the nail in the coffin, so to speak, right there at the end, that's for sure. For a flyer branch, you had uh, Corey, Brendan, Brendan Corey had one point, Josh Oliver had two, Isaiah Fairley had five, Landon Miller 12, and Jeremiah Ware finished with 20. Uh, for the Tigers, you had Nick Bellinger with two. Joshua Priest with four, uh, Landon Lee with four, um, 15 for Ethan Parker, 11 for Trey Harvey, and the leading score was Caden Reed, had five at the half and finished with 17 on the night. So 2-0 uh, and o now are the Dawson County Tigers, 0-1 are the Flair Branch Falcons, and Falcons, both teams get back with it this weekend and next week, so a lot of basketball left to be played before Thanksgiving. Yeah, for the boys of Flyer Branch, they'll be in East Jackson's Thanksgiving tournament to tip things off mm-hmm. for that tournament. And then also the girls and boys both from Dawson County, they'll be down the road at Cole Mountain as they will go up, up against some teams there in that North for side tournament. Mm-hmm. They did hear for Coach Will Angle, the girls will play to Lambert. That's going to be a very good ball game yep. coming up yep. this weekend. And so, you, you know, you're playing three games. And that's the thing about it too, buddy. So it would be interesting to see uh, what happens with Dawson County in that tournament down north for south and also with the Firebrass boys here going on the road to East Jackson. And there's some, a lot of local teams involved in that. I think there's eight teams involved in that three-day event. And then the Firebrass girls, they go to Gunnersville, Alabama next week to celebrate Thanksgiving. So it would be interesting to see what kind of competition they have in that one and how it's going to get you ready for region play. Well, and, and that's a big thing. You know, they they got to play, and you may take some lumps early on, but you can look at a lot of tape, a lot of uh, video, and see what we did wrong. You know, but the, heck, the, uh, the Coach Hawkins team 
even to be as young as they are, uh-huh. played really well for three and a half quarters. Yep. Uh, and then uh, and they just they missed a few shots that could have kept them close. Uh, Dawson County went on a little bit of a run there, and then Fatterbanks uh, uh, was able to score and cut it down to you know from. They went up to 13, they cut it back to 7, then they went a little bit of a run, went back up to 11 or 12, got it to as many as 15, and they finally went by 14. And the word you just said there, too, everybody's got to remember, young. Young, exactly. You know, they, there's, a, there's only a few freshmen on this team that graduated 10 last year. And Jeremiah Ware is the only returning starter from last year's group uh, and, and only had a couple of guys that had much playing time, and a couple of those guys are out tonight. Uh, with sickness and one with a broken thumb. They'll be back next week, hopefully in time to play in those little tournaments they're having. But a lot of basketball, as Mike said, between now and then, it's for our first broadcast and uh, picked a couple of decent ball games. I'm glad we were here. And uh, uh, we're, uh, we've got one more football game, and hopefully it'll go well on Friday night and we can keep doing it for a while. I will do football for a while. We'll have the game coming up on Friday night. Join us at 7.05 Friday night from Cottrell Field at the Burial Grounds in Dahlonega as Lumpkin County Indians go up against the Oconee County Warriors, round number two, the Sweet 16 round there of the Class AAA State Football Playoffs. First time Lumpkin County has been in round number two, taking on Ben Hall's uh, team there from Oconee County. Then Saturday night, you're going to love this one, LSU and Georgia State in college football. That's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. I know all the dog fans will be cheering for the Panthers in that ball game. And we'll begin with the – Panther pregame show, counting on the kickoff at 7.30, kickoff the game at 8 p.m. Then we got college basketball at Georgia State in the Capital Classic. They take on the Trojans of Little Rock coming up on Sunday at 2 p.m. So we've got a busy week in store for you again as we bring you more local sports coverage than any radio station in North Georgia. We thank you for being with us this evening. Final scores once again in game number one. Dawson County's Lady Tigers, 66. Flyer Branch, Lady Falcons, 39. Then in game number two, it was Dawson County, 54 and Flowery Branch 40. High School Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM brought to you this evening by Conditioned Air Systems, by NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, by Riverside Pharmacy, by Siphon Logistics, and by Altrice Ace Hardware. And for the entire sports team at 97.5 Glory FM, for producer Nathan Laddie, for Joe Gailey, I'm Mike Warford. Join us next time for more here on 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia sports. Good night, everybody.